Oh my goodness, what happened last night? My gosh, we will try and look through it and figure out what's going on, but it's a mess. Wow. You are locked on Ole Miss. Your daily podcast on the Ole Miss Rebels. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, guys. Hey, welcome to the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Willis. Thank you very much for tuning in today. Today's episode is brought to you by Upside. You can download the free Upside app and use the promo code LOCK to get five bucks or more cash back on your first purchase of 10 bucks or more. Also, thank you for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. So do us a favor, subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit the bell, and, of course, comment and participate in the conversation down below and upvote the video as well. We'd appreciate it very much. Anyway, so I'm just going to jump right into this because what happened last night and yesterday with Lane Kiffin is absolutely bizarre. And you're going to hear justifications from both sides of why that means they were right all along. And the truth is it's probably somewhere in the middle. So we're going to try and figure out exactly what happened. The first step was Lane Kiffin dropped a bizarre pine box reference in his Monday press conference, almost like it was a plant that he could use in the future as a, ha ha, let's do this, but it was dropped in a way that we wouldn't necessarily notice it. A sitting head coach at Ole Miss would never drop a pine box reference when Auburn is the other school that are out, is out there. That was absolutely bizarre. That happened at 5.15 Eastern, 4.15 Central. It's a relatively short press conference. I did my whole show based off of that. And then, as soon as I got done, I, I, it took me five or six times to get the show right. It, but as soon as I got that right, this tweet broke uh, um, on the internet. This is from John Sokoloff, who is at WCBI and is known as the person that broke the John Cohen to Auburn story. He was John Cohen's guy in Starkville. So we're going to go through this both directions. But he says, breaking Ole Miss head coach Lane Kiffin plans to step down as the Rebels coach Friday and head to Auburn to become the Tigers' next head coach, according to sources. Sources say the Tigers haven't officially offered the job to anyone yet, which is weird. So Lane to Auburn is happening. Story soon. So I'm like, well, that's interesting. So what does that mean? Does that mean Lane is taking the job for sure? Well, that kind of jives what I've been hearing, and that jives with my tone. And I've even heard um, possible amounts of the job. Okay, so John Sokoloff was John Cohen's man when he was at Mississippi State. He would feed him stuff do stuff. And that's the reason Sokoloff broke the John Cohen to Auburn story. So um, Sokoloff tried to break this story, probably with info that he got from the same circle that told him about the John Cohen job. Okay, you guys following? That is why Sokoloff is confident about his sources, even though it says in the tweet that no job has been offered. 
So in his mind, this is a done deal. They just haven't signed the paperwork, according to Sokoloff. And his source is probably somewhere in the John Cohen circle because where else would he have it around Auburn? Now, whenever this also broke, my Auburn people started doing victory laps over that it finally broke. That's the way they acted. It was finally breaking. Let's, let's get it done. They've been expecting this to happen for a while. It's finally happening because it hasn't exactly been quiet on their side of the fence. So they're going around running crazy. Sokolov's tweets out there, CBS does it, deletes it. Okay? So let's stop right there. Why would they delete the tweet? That's obviously it couldn't be confirmed. It was obviously speaking out of somebody speaking out of school. This information was not supposed to be out. Lane Kiffin still has a game to coach Thursday night. Cadillac Williams still gets his iron ball. Understand both of that. And it also prevents them from being able to do a Tommy Tuberville type thing, which I think they were setting up by that Palm Box comment. They were going to try and sneak him out in the middle of the night after that, and he was going to go to Auburn, and they were going to have a big laugh at Ole Miss's expense. And Lane Kiffin was going to troll Ole Miss for the next 15 years based off of that. That, that is my opinion of what was planned to happen. But this tweet getting out means that it can't happen. Now, I'm going to tell you about the next tweet. Because since it wasn't supposed to get out, John Cohen probably didn't want it out, Auburn probably didn't want it out, and most specifically, Lane Kiffin didn't want it out, that leaves you with this. Lane Kiffin says, that's news to me, John. Nice sources with a bunch of emojis that, I, you know, I'm not 17. I don't know what those means. And he quote tweeted the report. Now, there are several things that could have happened or could be happening in this. And this could be John Sokoloff trying to do a screw you to John Cohen for leaving Mississippi State. This could be a Mississippi State thing to where he got the information, tried to get it out to try and blow up the deal. I mean, that's plausible. It's relevant. All the pressure that Lane Kiffin is going to be under for the next three days, that's pressure that he wasn't expecting to put up with, and now it's going to be there whether or not Lane Kiffin retorted the truth or, truth or not because the report getting out there means the report is out there. It doesn't matter if it's retracted. So he is going to deal with pressure in the fan base regardless. And because of that, Lane Kiffin really needs to mind his P's and Q's over the next couple of days, and people are going to have eyes on him. Because if anything funny business is planned, they will notice it, report it, and stop it. It won't be a middle-of-the-night type deal with Tommy Tuberville. That, that, that went out the window tonight. But... That doesn't mean this report is false. That's the other thing people need to realize. Lane Kiffin could still go Friday, just everything that that tweet said. And the only thing it cost him was lying on this one. So one of them is lying on a tweet. We don't know which one. Which one do we trust? The one with a track record for doing it, the one that broke it? You don't know. Because in the media, weird things can happen. Anyway, 
When we come back, we're going to keep talking about this. Why Lane Kiffin, this could blow up the Auburn deal. This could absolutely blow up his trip to Auburn. And I'll tell you about that in just a second. But first, I want to tell you today's episode is brought to you by Upside. Inflation has us all thinking about different ways to cut back. Whether it's driving less or dining out less or buying less from the grocery store, we can all agree there's nothing fun about less. That's why I started using Upside. Upside is an incredible app for anyone who buys gas, groceries, or dines out. With Upside, I don't have to cut back because I get cash back on every purchase. So to get started, download the free Upside app from the App Store. Use my promo code LOCKED and get $5 or more off on your first purchase of $10 or more. Next, claim an offer for whatever you're buying on Upside. Check in at the business, pay as usual with a credit or debit card, boom, get paid. Upside users are earning more than a million dollars every week. That's probably why they have a 4.8 rating on the App Store. Download the free Upside app and the promo code LOCK to get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more using promo code LOCKED. All right, thanks again for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. So for your second listen today, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with the local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. All right, this back-to-back tweet that happened. Now, nothing could have changed, and that first tweet could have been absolutely correct. Nothing really is disputing that other than the fact that you can take one one is wrong and one is right. It, it doesn't matter. But for this sake, I will let you know, this could absolutely blow up Auburn's opportunity at Lane Kiffin. This could be Auburn's chance to move up ahead. They got overexcited and they overshot their shot. Now, I've told you for multiple weeks that this search reminded me of Saban to Texas. And whenever the noise crescendos like this, you can actually believe it. And the noise is going to get the loudest right before it's supposed to get over the finish line. So putting Lane Kiffin under this type of scrutiny, under this type of pressure, three days before he's supposed to leave Ole Miss with a contract that is available for him to sign, that he could do completely throw up double birds at John Sokoloff and Auburn for doing this and stay at Ole Miss. That is absolutely 100% possible. Now, is it probable? I don't know. We have to see exactly where this reporting goes. And when we do that and see exactly where they land, which we will know by potentially Saturday, exactly how this is going to fit. Enjoy the ride, everybody. This is going to be crazy. It's going to be a fun egg ball. Um, Watch that game. Now, I had recorded Jake Wimberly doing a preview of the egg ball. I am not going to do that now. It's going to go off as a separate thing that will appear I think Thursday morning or something like that. I, I, I'm not 100% sure, but it'll we'll get it up. It might be a Wednesday night type thing. <clears throat> so, it's important to 
know exactly what's going on. Now, nobody has all the facts. The only person that probably knows everything that is going on is Lane Kiffin because he's the only person that's heard both sides. So Lane Kiffin is the person that is going to be the expert on this, but Lane Kiffin doesn't talk to media. He has a couple of hand-picked guys, but he doesn't really talk to media. So how are we going to find out? Honestly, we're probably going to find out when Lane pops out Friday morning in Auburn, Alabama, or he pops out Friday morning in Oxford, Mississippi. It's going to be a Groundhog Day type situation. So get ready. Like I said, I think probably 90-10 is where I'm leaning right now, leaving and staying. Um, that that's where I sit, but that 10 is still there. <clears throat> that's still a real thing. So while Lane <clears throat> might not be a complete 100% slam dunk for Auburn, he's still a prohibitive favorite to end up over there. And that's depending on the tonight's tweets and everything I've heard before that. Because here's the, here's the rub. Friday, I was getting ready to record my show. Thursday, I mean. Thursday, I was getting ready to record my show last week. And I got a phone call saying, Steve, your tone should change. And I was like, my tone can't change. There will be an act of revolt if my tone changes. And he's like, Steve, you really need to change. And I was like, why? Why? And he gave me 10 years, $12 million. All of these stories that were actual real bullet points in the Lane Kiffin search to the point where I was like, well, you know what? Lane Kiffin could still stay. He could still spurn this. And that's the attitude that I have now, but I need to take this other side seriously. I even named the video. This just got real. I mean, it wasn't clear. I was very transparent through all of this. And over this weekend and everything that was going on, you kept hearing things. And on one side, you heard hopes and dreams. On the other side, you heard actual, like, real things that were tangible. But it could have been something like, Lane Kiffin is staying at Ole Miss because he has a feeling of how much he's grown and all of this stuff. Everybody's heard that. On this side, he's going to Auburn because of the NIL chest. And it is real stuff, real tangible things. Like I said, 90-10. He could absolutely stay. But... He could absolutely go as well. And it's probably more probable the other way at this point. I need to hear some information. Somebody needs to convince me of this. So I'm going to be called negative because of that. Because honestly, I just tell it like it is. And I'm not beholding to anybody. I'm not beholden to the athletic department and boosters. I'm not beholden to Lane Kiffin. I'm not beholden to anybody. I can literally say what I see. And that pisses people off from time to time. And in this case, this is what I'm seeing. Honestly, it's like five alarm fire of Lane Kiffin potentially going to Auburn. It's a real thing. It's blazing. It's not smoke anymore. It's real. So whether or not John Sokoloff's tweet is dead on accurate, although some people will look at words and try and make it inaccurate. Like if Lane Kiffin goes over there on Sunday instead of Friday, it's like, oh, Sokoloff didn't know what he's talking about. I don't care about that. 
Lane Kiffin could be right by getting pissed off because this report came out early. So I don't know about the motivation. Is the motivation to Sokoloff just to break the story? Okay? That is one motivation that can happen for Sokoloff. Break the story. The other motivation for Sokoloff could be screw John Cohen. If he's a state guy, I mean, it could be real. Even though it would be a chance to get an Ole Miss guy out, it could be what it is. Lane Kiffin's tweet could be the report is 100% false, which, you know, whatever. We'll just say what it is. It could also be designed to take the pressure off of him for three more days. Him making a pine box joke at the press conference was not cool. It was absolutely not cool. And anybody that is Gen X or upper millennial got offended by that. That is something the sitting Ole Miss head coach should not do. That felt fishy. Something was up with that. But, you know, what are you going to do? Now, normally the next segment we would go to Jake Wimberly and he would talk about the Ole Miss-Mississippi State game in the Egg Bowl, but we are going to do a standalone video for that and we are going to continue talking about this right after the break. Today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline.net. It's your number one source for your sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer to esports. We got it all at BetOnline.net. If you look below, you can see that Ole Miss is a two and a half point favorite. The over/under is dropped to 59 and a half. It's supposed to be a rainy day. It could be a low-scoring day. So be paying attention to that. The under on that one might look a little bit good. And depending on this Lane Kiffin stuff, um, I'm not exactly sure where that line is going to go. The, this this feels weird. So it is what it is. So if you love sports podcasts, you can find those as well as Bet Online. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. It's Bet Online where the game starts. All right. So let's move on. Where do we go from here? And the honest question is there's probably two or three paths that Ole Miss can take. And at this point, Ole Miss fans need to protect Ole Miss. That's what they need to worry about. They don't need to worry about a coach. They don't need to worry about anything. They should need to worry about the players and Ole Miss. That has become what's important in this situation. So it doesn't matter what is going on with Lane Kiffin. You want to protect Ole Miss at all can't, all costs. Recruiting catalogs, all of this stuff, all the stuff that Tommy Tuberville is notorious for doing when he left in 1998, you need to make sure that doesn't happen again, if that makes sense. Now, we could do a hot board. We'll probably throw some names out here in a couple of minutes. Um, but if Auburn is done and they're getting ready for that signing day, you can just assume that most of the commits are going to move over because they have recruited them. Now, it is not a slam dunk that if Lane Kiffin goes to Auburn, he's going to take all the assistant coaches. In fact, like Derek Nix, I'd almost assume that Derek Nix is going to stay in Oxford because he has since Houston Nutt. 
So he's been here 15 years. It, I would be surprised if he did not stay in Oxford. But people like Chris Partridge, people like uh, Maurice Crum, people like um, Marcus Blackwell, I think it's Marcus Blackwell. You know, the, the, those coaches, it's not guaranteed that they're going to go over. Lane took two coaches from FAU to Ole Miss. And I imagine he would do something similar at Auburn, just period. And they would hire slowly and do whatever they need to do. But that's what they would do. So understanding that, these are some up-and-coming coaches. I'm, I, I can assume that, like, Randall Joyner would be going would be on the short list to go over there and stuff like that. But the way that they transform and the way that Lane Kiffin runs his program, he would do that at Auburn as well. So – if he didn't take coaches to here, why would he take it to Auburn? That is my point there. So that could help in recruiting, but I don't look for the next coach that Ole Miss hires to hire this this same crew as well. So we'll see exactly what it looks like. I mean, there's so much water that has to go under the bridge. And, you know, Ole Miss is in a better shape than it's been in 50 years. They can pay... 10, 11 million dollars a year if they need to. They can get their NIL. It's going to get where it needs to be. Just because Lane Kiffin's gone does not mean you should stop giving to your NIL because that is an important piece for no matter who the head coach is and for the current players that possibly could be poached from Ole Miss's roster. The stuff that Cole Kubik was talking about in the broadcast Saturday, he probably was talking about it for a reason because that was stuff they've heard. It's just kind of a pissy situation. Um, but before I get out of here and let you know, let you go, let's also say that Ole Miss knew what they were getting into whenever they hired Lane Kiffin to start with. Ole Miss wanted that credibility bump. Ole Miss wanted that ethanol jump to where you could jumpstart their program. It doesn't matter how long he stayed. They want it to be relevant. And Ole Miss has been in the AP Top 25 poll for 27 consecutive polls. Last two years, they've been in every set of playoff rankings. This is important stuff. This is relevant. This is why we are at the um, place we are in. Thankful to Lane Kiffin. Even if he goes to Auburn, he is the one that jump-started everything. The NIL, the facilities, all of this stuff is getting done because of him. So thank you very much. If you decide to go to Auburn, thank you. The important thing is to hire the next guy. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to give a hot list of names real quick that I have no confirmation and really haven't heard them from anywhere. Some people think we need a splash. I think we need a good football coach. That's the most important thing. Whenever you look at our pieces, what is a good football coach? And I would look at Sonny Dykes. I would look at Jeff Trailer. I would look at Jamie Chadwell. Those guys. Um, I'd look at Deion Sanders. I, I would make Luke Fickle say no. Period. Those guys would be important. They are good football coaches, and they would win games, and that is the most important part. If you're looking for excitement, nobody will goose the fan base like Lane Kiffin did. Nobody will. The, the, 
the grow and the rise of the Ole Miss fan base and everything, nobody can do what he did. Maybe Deion Sanders, but even he would not do what Lane Kiffin did. So the important thing is win games to bring fans because the fans would not settle for a 6-6 six and six season. They would not be able to take a Matt Luke-type coach, and this is not an insult towards Matt Luke, but he's so dry and he didn't win games, so that that is a problem. If you're going to be dry, you have to win games. If you're going to be colorful, you can probably be forgiven a little bit for the growth. So we'll see exactly what it looks like. It's going to be a heck of a heck of a search if it happens. But just remember, everybody got on to me for being negative, and it, like I said. Everything is pointing one run direction on this. Everything. It's not me doing this by choice just to do it. Being the Locked On Ole Miss podcast does not serve me well by pissing off Ole Miss fans. If I made this turn, it was for a reason. And this thing, like I said, could have blown up the whole deal. Everything that we heard could be mute after... This just went down. We'll have to see. we got three more days, and we'll find out probably Friday morning. It'll be like Christmas morning. If Santa Claus is in Oxford, he's in Oxford. If Santa Claus is in Auburn, he's in Auburn. But we'll see exactly how this goes. It's going to be a heck of a ride, people. Strap in. It's going to be a fun 72 hours. Anyway, I will catch you later. And I do want to let you know, thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen today. For your second listen today, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. It's Locked On Sports today. It's available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Of course, we will stay on this. We'll talk about what needs to be talked about. Um, It's going to be a nut 72 hours. If anybody's planning on a ton of sleep, I, I just wouldn't. Anyway, I'll see you later, guys.